We're at seven. We're at seven, everyone. Seventh heaven. I don't know how it goes. I just remember the first part. Seventh heaven. Uh, welcome. I think we're going to dive really, really deep in this one because it is so complicated. It's such a complicated pick for me. But at seven, I have the New York Jets. Oh, it's such a difficult, so, so difficult because they got a lot of problems, but they are elite in a lot of areas, like elite, elite, like some of the best players at their positions in the league. So let, let's just go ahead and dive right in because there's going to be a lot to go through. And I, I kind of want to get across like all my points. So I'm going to go through the uh, everything first. So you have all the information and then I'm going to give you the best case scenario and kind of the worst case scenario, what I'm worried about, because I think that's kind of the easiest way to make points clear. So let's do what we always do. And let's go. Uh, defensive line is uh, 14th. That's a lie. They're way better than 14th. Uh, secondary is first. That's probably right. Uh, and the O-line is 23rd, and that's probably right. And that's probably what everyone's talking about is the O-line, right? Everybody, like, uh, we did the Packers. The Packers had the eighth best O-line this year. The Jets have the 23rd. So Aaron Rodgers is going from eight to 23. Granted, he lost his left tackle last year, and so I think he understands how to work with not having not having a great offensive line. That being said, he wasn't very happy about it, so he ain't going to be very happy about this one. Uh, but yeah, let's go right into our schedule. So last year they were 7-10, and 10, so they Zach Williams missed the first three games because he got a bone bruise in his knee. Man, poor – I'm going to make this point too when I get through the, the whole schedule. Uh, poor Zach Wilson, man. And that's – that's we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll make that point. So we have uh, Ravens. They lost 24 – at home, 24-9. to nine. At Browns, they won 31-30. Bengals at home, they lost 27-12. At Steelers, they won 24-20. Uh Home to the Dolphins, they won 40-17. to That's when Tua was out. He, he missed this game. Uh, at Packers, they lost 27-10. to At Broncos, they won 16-9. At Patriots at home, they lost 22-7. to Bills, they won at home 20-12. to At New England, they lost 10-3. to uh, Bears at home, they won... 31 to 10 at Vikings. They lost 27, 22 at bills. They lost 20 to 12 lions at home was 2017 Jags law at home. They lost 19 to three at Seahawks. They lost 23 to six at dolphins. They lost uh, 11 to six. So they go on a five game losing streak, a six game losing streak to end the year. So they started Seven and four, and they lost six in a row, and they lost uh, seven of their last eight. So, yeah, so they 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 have a, a Browns problem. I think they have a insecure 
like an insecurity problem. They let the fans and the media and everyone else kind of dictate what they do. And it's been a problem for them. And now they kind of are letting we know the Jets, right? The Jets have, haven't won they haven't won a playoff game or they haven't been to the playoffs in like 10 straight years or something like that. It's been a long, long road. They're not a good organization as a whole. So then they bring on uh, Sala, who isn't a winning coach. So you don't bring a culture guy either. Let's give, let me give you Sala uh, since 2014. Uh, at Jets, he's 7-10. and 10. Jets, he's 4-13. and 13. He's de- defensive coordinator for the 49ers. He's 6-10. and 10. Then he goes and he has a winning season with the 49ers, 13-3. and three. I think that's their, their Super Bowl year. Um, D.C. for the 49ers, 4-12. and 12. D.C. for the 49ers, 6-10. and 10. Linebacker coach for the Jags, 3-13. and 13. Linebacker coach for the Jags, 5-11. and 11. Um, Linebacker coach for the Jags, 3-13. and 13. The dude doesn't win. He's not a winner. He doesn't know how to change an organization that is used to losing to a winning organization. And you can kind of see it in his moves, right? So, yes, your quarterback goes down. That sucks, right? So you miss him for the first three games. And you lose uh, two and you win one. Uh, you beat the Browns by one point, right? Without Zach Williams. He comes back. You go to Pittsburgh against Mike Tomlin with Zach Wilson. And he wins you that game. His first game back, win. Then you face the Dolphins in your division who start off really strong. 40-17, to 17, win. You lose to the Packers at Packers. It happens. It's Aaron Rodgers at home. Happens. You go to Mile High, one of the hardest places to play, and you win. He starts off 3-1. and one. This is a second-year kid that needs, he needs, he needs culture. He needs uh, stability. He needs all these things. And it's like, oh, yeah, great job, man. Like, we're going to pick you apart, like, every single thing you did because you're in New York, and that's what we do. But you went 3-1 and one against Tomlin, against the Dolphins that made the playoffs last year, against Aaron Rodgers at, at Aaron Rodgers, and in mile, high, in mile high against Russell Wilson. Three of those four games were on the road. And you go 3-1. and one. Then he comes back, and you get Bill Belichick against young quarterbacks. Every young quarterback, every single one has problems against Bill Belichick. It's just what he does. He's really good at young quarterbacks. Like, he's never really good at young. He's really good at um, planning for young quarterbacks. So your next three games, you uh, lose against Bill. You beat the Bears. And then you lose against Bill again. So you just went three and one. You lost to Bill Belichick twice. And you win a game, right? So you're uh, four and three at this point, correct? Am I, am I missing that? Yeah, you're four and three at this point. They bench him. No, you're five and no, you're four and three. Yeah, you and oh yeah, you beat the Bills. I missed that. Yeah, you beat the Bills. What? You Zach Wilson beats Tomlin. He beats the Bills. He beats the Dolphins. He goes to mile high and wins. After that second New England game, you're done, bro. You are done. I'm taking all your confidence. All of it. 
all your competence. You go, you go five and five and three, taking all that confidence. Yeah, five and three. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yep. And then uh, he finally is like, oh, well, I'm going to go put somebody else in because five and three ain't good enough. So let me put in uh, Mike White or Joe Flacco. Who get, who cares? You get so worked up because the fans are telling you how bad this second-year quarterback is that's coming off of injury. But because you're so insecure by not knowing what the hell you're doing because you're used to losing, you say, oh, yeah, right, he's pulled. He's benched. And then you lose uh, to the Vikings and you lose to the Bills. And then you're like, oh, no, like, <sighs> I'm losing again. I'm still losing. And then – they're like, what are you doing? Sala, you suck. You're the, 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 they're going to fire you. Get him out of here. He's terrible. He's like, okay, well, let's put Zach Wilson back in because I think he's ready now. It's like, no, dude, you just took all his confidence away. So you catch the Lions hot at the end of the season, and they beat you by three points. Lions are smoking hot. They will go six and one to finish, and you, get, you, and you catch them, basically. And they beat you by three. And then you catch the Jags, who are also really hot. I think they uh, come uh, go five and two down the stretch. And he pulls them in the first half. He gives you a game and a half. That's it. Second year quarterback gives you a game and a half and pulls you. Like, what is going on? What are you doing? It's like the strangest thing ever. Oh my goodness! Like, and then, then of course, that's so you go loss, loss. Let me throw Zach Wilson in. Loss, half a loss. Oh yeah, pull him out. Let me fix it. Loss, loss. You don't fix it. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, it was the offensive coordinator's fault. Now it was Zach Wilson and the offensive coordinator. What? It's a Browns fault. It's a not my fault problem. It is a not-my-fault problem, and bad organizations let you get away with it, like the Browns and like the Jets. So, poor Zach Wilson, who has a winning record last year, who wins at Steelers, and he wins at Mile High, and he beats the Dolphins, and he beats the Bills. And we said, and they're like, no, 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 but he, he was like, uh, he struggled against them. Of course he struggled against them. It's the Steelers. It's the Broncos defense. It's the Bills defense. What do you think he's going to do? They won the game. I, uh, oh, man. He had seven interceptions in nine games. <clears throat> and if you double that, he had less of a turnover rate than Josh Allen. He's a second-year kid, man. And they just gave up on him. He's a second pick in the draft. And they say, oh, yeah, but passer rating. Even though you played one of the what, the best four defenses, including Bill Belichick in the league. We've already decided, like, look at look at how we've, we've already gone through these teams, except for uh, I still have Steelers ahead next. But we've all, already gone through these defenses. Dolphins have a great defense. Patriots have a great defense. Bills have a great defense. And that made you decide, I'm, I'm done with this kid. We, we gave second round draft capital for him. And you said, nah, I'm good. 
yeah, uh, uh, let's just uh, let's see if we can go get Aaron Rodgers next year, who's going to be forty, right? So let's go. So I went through Salah. So he's going to make uh, Nathaniel Hackett his his OC, right? Nathaniel Hackett, without Aaron Rodgers, has three winning seasons and nine losing seasons as a coach. He got fired in his first year when he was a head coach. There is absolutely no reason to hire Nathaniel Hackett except Aaron likes him. And when you start getting into these kind of things, look at the Lakers and LeBron James. LeBron like starts like playing general manager, they start being not good. You can't let players dictate what you do. You have to have a better culture. If you're Tyreek Hill and you want this, I'm like, good. No, we'll, we'll be okay. And you win a Super Bowl. That's what good cultures do. They don't, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and and so let's go to this part. Like, you're you're not my fault. And let's go to, the, uh, let's, while we're at it, let's go to uh, the defensive coordinator. He's been coaching for 10 years. He's had one winning season. That's almost impossible. How do you coach for 10 years? I mean, I guess Derek Carr's played quarterback for nine years and has two winning seasons. So I guess that's that's fair. Uh, but the only winning season that he had was as a linebacker's coach. 10 years. What? So between all of them, man, without Aaron Rodgers, you're looking at – Five winning seasons. Ugh. Between your head coach, office coordinator, and defensive coordinator. Oh, man, I hated to rant about that, but that's what scares me so much about this team because I think this team is probably the most talented team in the league. And all these guys, are this it's almost like I'm looking at the Browns all over again. Like, all over again. All these guys. And you see it in the hard knocks almost. Like these guys like have done nothing. Done no- I, I, I played sports going up and you, you played against these kind of guys. Like we won the game. Oh yeah, but I crossed you up. It's like, no, you gotta you gotta win the game. Wait, I thought we were playing to win. Not crossing what? And that's what they get like Quentin Quentin Williams. I got like 10 sacks. You ain't won nothing, man. You've been on bad teams this entire entire time. There's more to playing that role than getting sacks. Yes, you're an excellent player. You ain't you ain't won nothing. You won 11 games in two years? Yikes. Yee. And you come up like, like that's the most important thing to you? Oof. And you can also see like uh, in Hard Knocks when like Salah's like, wow, look at Aaron go. He's amazing. Bro, you're coaching a team. You're not a cheerleader. Coach the team. So, yeah, that's my – I'm so nervous in that this would be my call because almost always culture matters over talent. Browns have been talented for a long, long time, and they keep on losing. All right, that's my negative rant. Now, positive, wow, this team is freaking loaded. This team is loaded. They do have a difficult schedule, but they get everybody kind of at home and at good times in the schedule. So let's go what I have. I have that them uh, the first game of the season, that Jets are going to be, that stadium is going to be 
bananas. So, and that they have to win that game. You don't want to lose that game and then have to go to Dallas against McCarthy. All he wants all season is to see you and crush you in Dallas with probably the best roster in the league, in my opinion. So you, I got you beating Buffalo because you absolutely have to. I got you losing at Dallas no matter what. You're back home at New England. That's a win. You get KC. I have that as a loss just because I think they have a good offensive line. They can stop your pass rush. And I think that you're going to be pretty poorly disciplined as a team in general because you have a losing coach and a losing culture. And Andy Reid's going to just out-coach, out-coach you. As long as you don't turn the ball over, I think you win that at home if you're KC. Then you're going at Denver. I think that's a win. You go to Philly. That's a win. Um, yeah, I just think that you out. There's a reason why I did this, and I'm pretty sure that Philly's on a short week right here or some sort of thing where they – some sort of area where I think they're on a short week because you're going to Philly. Then you get your bye. Then I have you at Giants off a of bye. At Giants, you're still not traveling. You're staying where you are. So it's, it's a yeah, same thing. You're still at MetLife. So that's basically a home game after a bye. I got that as a win. Chargers have to come to you. I have that as a win. You go to uh, Vegas. I know you got to go cross country, but it's Vegas. So I think that's a win. I got you losing at Buffalo because you're away and then away. And Buffalo is just going to start getting desperate because that's in their gauntlet. You remember last episode, I had them going eight and nine. So I have that as a loss. And then you get these three home games. You got Miami at home. I think that's a win. Atlanta at home. I think that's a win. Houston at home. I mean, I think you're just going to roll through a lot of these. Because, yeah, I mean, Miami Miami has a good defensive line. They'll have a good pass rush. Hopefully you have your O-line together by then. Yeah. And then you go at to Miami. They've already seen you once. They start kind of getting desperate. They need to start winning some games. I got um, you losing to Miami. I got you beating Washington, but that makes me nervous if your line's still bad because Washington has a great, great front seven. But you get them at home. And you go to Cleveland, and it's, it's, I think that's a must win to get you in the playoffs just to get in the playoffs. I still have, you win, I still have the Jets winning the division, but to get you – it's so close that you can win out and win the division or you can lose out and miss the playoffs. So in a must win game, I have you beaten Cleveland just because you're the better of the not my fault teams. And then I have you losing at new England because it's a must win for new England. And you've kind of wrapped up the division. All you can really do is because I have Kansas city with one more win than you. So Kansas city, uh, already owns a tiebreaker. So, uh, you don't need to win that game. Because I have, I have them at thirteen and four, and you're at twelve and four at this point. So if you win it, you're thirteen and four. It doesn't matter. The game doesn't matter for you. So I think you rest guys, go to New England, they win. So that's kind of how I would have it going. So I have them at twelve and five. The problem is, I think that I'm putting them at their ceiling. I think twelve and five is the most they're going to get, but a lot can go wrong. You brought a lot of new guys. You're getting Beckton back, which is great for you, but how? How is he going to be? I mean, you brought him um, a new center. Let's see who you who you uh, pick up. It's a lot of skill guys, and like a lot of skill guys, I think Rogers will be okay with. 
Um, so you bring in Lazard, you bring Dalvin Cook, Hardman, Cobb. And then on the defense, you bring Solomon Thomas, which has always been kind of a headache kind of guy, I feel like. So, and then you bring Amos on the, we already know the secondary is the number one. You lose Quan Alexander, the, the Steelers. Has, I, think, I mean, you got some big losses. Rankins, interior tackle. And then Shepard. I'm not a huge fan. People are talking him up in New Orleans. I don't know. I don't know if it's a big loss or not. I think that he was pretty good because the, the defensive line was good last year. So, like, you couldn't scheme him. You weren't worried about him. You were worried about um, Quentin Williams and uh, Jermaine Johnson and, like, all those guys. So, I just don't know. I don't know if he's good or not. We'll see. Um, and I like McDonald, right? I really do. But you didn't need him. And there were tackles there. And I know you got one in the second round. But I think you just needed linemen. Because if you're bringing Aaron Rodgers in, you're going to have him for a couple years, man. Like, you got to win right now. And you got to, and we're already dealing with it. Like, if you get one of those early guys, you can probably plug him in pretty soon. You get a guy in the second round, they're probably not ready to go yet. So this guy in the second just doesn't help you. Will McDonald is going to be kind of a part-time player for right now. It doesn't help you this year. Maybe it does next year, but maybe Aaron Rodgers isn't good next year. you got a, such a tight window, and I think that's a bad organization thing. Like, you, you want the splash guy, and you want – you. oh, man. he. I don't see McDonald starting this year. If they drafted it at 15, if they drafted a tackle, I think that guy will be starting this year. So you want the guy that's going to be on the field with your guy that might only play for a year. If he plays for two, great. McDonald might not hit the field again in two years, or might not be, might still be a backup in two years. He's a good player. He's a good pass rusher. I mean, I'm not, he's probably he was probably the best player on the board. But you got to you got to as an organization understand where you are. And when to that's why the Saints it just like blows my mind. Like you're you're what are you doing? Like bad organizations. I like uh like, like the Rams, right? Sean McVay's like, uh, we're we're done. We're not gonna win anything. Let's play with all these 24 and 25 year olds. Let's see what they got. Let's start building them up so we can win a Super Bowl in four or five years. Because last year, they were, or two years ago, they were like, this is our window. This is when we get our guys. Let's, let's go get Ramsey. Let's get OBJ. Let's get like these guys. And they won a Super Bowl. And that's what you do. When you, have, when you have that tight, tight window, you take advantage of it. And they, I mean, they are kind of doing that. They brought in Dalvin Cook. But your, your hole, your obvious hole is your offensive line. And your best... One of your best areas is your defense and especially your defensive line. They have you at 14. I, I think that's silly. But you did lose Rankins and Shepard, so maybe they wanted to, to replace Shepard and Quan Alexander, I guess. Um, and you're a defensive guy. You're like, you know what? I can coach other guys up. I don't need these splash. They went Jermaine Johnson and Will McDonald back-to-back years for a defensive guy. Not be like, yo, hack it. I'm going to help you out. You know what's going to happen is they're going to be terrible on offense early. I'm not actually. I don't think they actually will. 
But if they are, see Hackett. It's not my fault. That's Salah. It's Hackett's fault. Even though I went four and thirteen and seven and ten, it's it's Zach Wilson's fault. I know I drafted him. And I, I know I was supposed to develop him, but I know he went five and three. So get him out of here. <laughs> even though we went two and seven without him, like it, and it takes a special person to come and show up and be in the New York media. Uh, Coughlin's a great example. Brian Dayball is a great example. Like those guys are good examples of of like Adam Gase couldn't do it. Even Rex Ryan couldn't really do it. I mean, he he eventually just wore down. Salah has that big personality that he like can kind of handle at the podium, but his moves that he does are so the fact that he got so amped up for game one of a preseason, like it was a freaking Super Bowl. And he was like, I just love kicking people's asses. Whose asses you've been kicking? You've been getting your ass kicked for two years now. You've been getting your ass kicked for 10 years now. You had one winning season in 10 years. Whose asses you kicking? No one. Except in preseason, game one. And all they're doing on hard knocks is like, oh, look how great we are. Oh, look how great he can throw the ball. Oh, man, look at my – look at we won, we won offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. That don't win Super Bowls, man. That <laughs> don't win Super Bowls. And I bet – but at the same time, they're still freaking awesome. <laughs> they're still so good. <laughs> so let's just run through it real fast. I mean, their starters are – uh, Rogers, of course, is good. Uh, and he looks engaged. I don't know if he's doing it for his weird ego preseason thing, uh, hard knocks thing, or if he's actually like kind of changed a little bit. But man, don't let them lose uh, to Buffalo and Dallas first two games because all of a sudden the not the not my fault guys are going to come out. So then you got uh, Hall and Cook. You got uh, which I don't know how Brees Hall feels about Cook. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know these guys. Uh, you got um, Garrett Wilson, who's Excellent, but man, you play for one season, you're seven and ten. Relax, man. You you went Officer Rookie of the Year. You ain't win no. You don't win anything else. Uh, and then Lazard seems like a a very you know focused guy. Davis is uh, Hardman, Conklin. Yeah, the tight end position, like wolf. But I guess they, Rogers never really had a tight end. Um, and then uh, so that's a pretty decent like Wilson's a good one. Lazard's a uh, probably decent too, average too. Even though we got what? Why are you paying him eleven million dollars a year? Just because you're making uh, Aaron Rodgers happy? Eleven million a year? Oof. Yeah, those some of those contracts are weird. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and Corey Davis. I mean, he's probably a little past his prime, but he's a good vet to be there. And yeah, the defense may speak for itself. So you got. Quinny Williams, uh, Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, and then the secondary. Yeah, it's just Mosley. When Mosley's there, and that's another thing. Mosley, man, if he gets hurt, that's that's big. That takes, like, your big leader there. Because I saw Quinny Williams. That dude don't care about nobody but himself. Didn't care about anything else happening. About hey hey we we held him good job guys he go you see that I got ten tackles I got ten tackles or ten sacks right that's what you care about sacks they they scored 
We didn't get any three and outs. Tim Sachs, though. All right, whatever. You got paid. You're a great player. Somebody's got to step up and be a leader, and I think Mosley's that. But you better hope that he stays He stays engaged because he's excellent for that team. He's really good. Really good. He was great in Baltimore. Um, that's all I got for you guys. Uh, I know that that was – I feel like these, like, latter half of my contenders, the reason that they're in the latter half is there's so many holes, not on the roster, but either in the schedule or in the – culture or I am so scared that we're looking at the Jets and they end up being the Browns because as much as I can see them going 12 and 2 I can see them or 12 and 5 I can see them going 5 and 12 as well if they just start spiraling because it, it is a tough schedule I mean they get them at good times but man you got Buffalo Dallas New England who I think is gonna be good Kansas City Denver who's got Peyton now Philly Giants made the playoffs last year Chargers made the playoffs last year and then you get Buffalo again. Miami made the playoffs last year. Miami again. Washington may have the best defensive line in the league. And then you got, not my fault, Cleveland, who's super talented. That's a tough, tough schedule. So I can easily see them going 5-12. and 12, But I am going to remain positive, And they are going to be 12-2 and two because I want someone to win in New York. I'm tired of nobody winning games and winning super championships in New York. So, come on, Jets. Come on, win some games. Let's go. Somebody take be a leader. Do the impossible. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you uh, have a great day. And I'm just vamping now. Okay, bye.